Hey guys, thanks so much for tuning in to episode one. Megan, welcome. Hello. That's my wife, and this is not my wife. This is Isaac, who also speaks but isn't. Uh, <laughs> um, Isaac has a I mustache, was, if you don't know him. But I was trying to think of something clever to say, but... Happens rarely. It, it just kind of blanked. I know. It's all right. Just ask him on Crazy Who Would You Rather. Would you rather fight a wolf or a bear, Isaac? Um, I feel like I would have a better chance against a bear. Mm. Are really? you serious? They're huge. Dude, you no. Uh, you wolves die. Are fast though. Wolves. 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 That's what I said. Wolves. Wolf. <laughs> wolves are not fast. <laughs> wolves, wolves are fast. <laughs> I think I would take the wolf all day. I don't know, dude. Welcome back to the podcast. We are <laughs> super She's glad us back. that you are here. <laughs> this is why we have Megan. <laughs> yeah. That's right. That's my job here. We are in the middle of a series in student ministry called 10 Words to Live By. And last night, uh, within our high school and middle school ministries, we talked all about this. So TC, take us away. You got some questions for us as we discuss the second commandment, right? Yeah, so 10 Words to Live By is a series that we're going through in our student ministry. That's middle school and high school. And it is uh, going alongside a book that we are also reading through as a student ministry, which is called, ironically enough, 10, Ten Words, Words to, to Live, live by. by. That's so good. By, <laughs> by Jen Wilkin. And it's, I mean, just in a basic sense, it's a study on the Ten Commandments, right? And so last week we talked about... Um, to not love the Lord your God with all your heart. What is the first commandment, Isaac? The first commandment. You want me to read it from Scripture? That, I mean, Let's it's helpful. It. This Dang. is a church. Okay, so the very first commandment is, uh, then the then then God gave the people all these instructions. This is coming from the NLT version, if that's okay. Okay. I'm the Lord your God who rescued you from the land of land of Egypt, the place of your slavery. You must not have any other gods but me. That was the very first one. Okay. All right. I like your Bible reading voice. It's You're welcome. Okay. Thank you. All right. So that was number one, which is, I mean, there's so much, so much context, context and content there, right? He's reminding the people of Israel that he pulled them out of slavery. And then also he's introducing himself as Yahweh, as Jehovah Jireh, like how important it is that yeah. when we see things such as the word Lord being mm-hmm. all caps, like God is is revealing a a side of himself, yeah. for lack of a better term, mm-hmm. which is pretty cool there. Like, I don't know if you feel like reaching back into week one for any content that you communicated to middle school, but... No, yeah, just that I am statement, I am the Lord. Yeah. Like there's no other person in Scripture gives that claim until we get to the New Testament when we see Jesus make all these I am statements. I am the bread of life. I am the living water. I am everything, right? Yeah. And so yeah. there's no one on earth that can say that. I am the Lord, your God, right. who brought you out of right. slavery. Which would have been unheard of. Yeah. To the nation of Israel, because like all of the the plagues that were that took place uh, in Egypt, like was God refuting, basically putting down one of their Egyptian gods, right? Uh, so like the 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 day I'm trying to think of them off the top of my head, but like the day of darkness was like, oh, that's cool. You worship the the sun god Ra, mm-hmm. who is said to have the power 
uh, or, or, or all of his power is channeled by the sun. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm going to give you a day of darkness just to yeah. <laughs> make that little G God. Like, nope, yeah. not yeah, today. Right. Yeah, right. Yeah. Uh, uh, and then uh, it was the uh, I can't remember the name of the river God, uh-huh. but whenever God turned the river into blood, uh-huh. just yeah. His power over yeah. the river and the water, right? At, at that time, right? Just pretty so cool. cool. Just pretty so cool. cool when you do some digging there. Yeah. So week two, which was last night, week two, which is, do you have that in front of you? I do. This one's this one's a little bit more lengthy lengthy than the first one. Yeah. So it says in Exodus chapter 20 verses 4 through 6, you must not hang on, you must not make for yourself an idol of any kind or an image of anything in the heavens or on the earth or in the sea. You must not bow down to them or worship them, for I, the Lord your God, am a jealous God who will not tolerate your affection for any other gods. I lay the sins of the parents upon their children. The entire family is affected, even the children in the third and fourth generations of those who reject me. But I lavish unfailing love for a thousand generations on those who love me and obey my commandment. Commands. So could you unpack that word for word? I'm, I'm <laughs> so a lot, a lot of uh, material there, and and I mean, do you want to like give like a I don't know one two second synopsis of like where you went with that for a middle school audience? Yes. So where I went with it, uh, uh, so the commandments don't have any images of God. Don't worship any sort of Im- Im- image that you create, that you whittle out of a piece of wood. Right. So the golden <laughs> calf is kind of like the yeah. the lowest of the low. Yeah, yeah, the, the golden bar. calf. Right. Yeah, and that's what I love about that story is like Aaron, who took all this gold from the entire Israelite crowd, Yeah, uh, they were their intentions were great. Hey, we're going to worship God who's in heaven mm-hmm. that we follow, but where they messed up is they belittled God right. by making this image, by making this golden calf right. of God. So yeah. they were they they were limiting God to how they wanted to see God. Sure. Yeah, yeah. And I think that's such a way that we today look at God, you know, in just different ways. Like we will allow him to shape our view maybe on the way that we talk to our parents, but we're not going to allow them to shape our view on the way that we use our social media. You know what I mean? Like we Mm -hmm. put limits on God and like that's never really what he's called us to do. He's called us to surrender fully our lives to him and to follow him wholeheartedly. Like intentions are good on both of those things, but it's not what God is fully calling us to do. He's calling us to surrender every part of our life and give him all the glory and all of his attributes that he is due. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so <clears throat> we used one quote from A.W. Tozer, who is way smarter than all of us, uh, and he says, what comes to mind when you think about God is the most important thing about you. That's a heavy mm. It is. It is because it's like it's ultra simple. Yeah. And, and it is incredibly profound at the same time. Yeah. Right? And so if I take that, this, so th- you're right, you, you know, don't, don't create an idol 
uh, a golden calf. Like that was kind of like the low bar. But the next one is is the the part that I think a lot of folks miss because commandment one and commandment two seem like they are almost the same thing. They're very similar, mm-hmm. right? Uh, a little nuanced. But uh, this one right here, like when it says "don't make any image," that word right there is 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 it's it's funny. It's masculine as well as feminine, right? So that right there is is anything that you can imagine. Mm-hmm. Similar to the quote, anything that comes to mind when you think about God, because like Aaron, the intentions there were good. Yeah. So we talked about last night, like you know, when you think about God, maybe you think of uh, a good old sweet grandpa up in heaven, or maybe you think mm-hmm. of you know the police officer, who, you know, someone who's always out to get you, or maybe you think about the the fatherly figure in your life who is you know eternally disappointed. Whatever that is. Hippie Jesus. Hippie Jesus, right. Hippie Jesus, right. (laughs) Hippie Jesus, someone who just love over everything. All of those things, some of them are unhealthy, but all of those things aren't with good intentions, aren't necessarily wrong. But if our view of God is limited to this, I'm going to see if I I can get this right. If it's limited to just one of those images, we have reduced God Mm -hmm. to who, you know. Yeah. 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 That right there is mind-blowing. Like, it's crazy because I don't feel like you can fully encapsulate who God is in your mind, yeah. but you have like these perceptions of him that are right. that are just, they're too small, right? And right. so it's like this mm-hmm. thing that you can't fully achieve, but you're going to try, but you fall short in everything that you try because we can't fully comprehend his character and his goodness and his right. being and, and all the things that he is. So I think we all kind of fall into a one of those lanes, not intentionally, but just the way we are created, the way we think, the way that we brought up, the life circumstances that we're in right now, you know, and it, but still it's all, it all, no matter how good it is, falls short. Yeah. Yeah. And just so we add some, some language to what we're trying to say here, because it is a deep, deep thought. Um, For, for some of us, if you've been a believer for any amount of time, whether it's a few weeks or years, we can kind of gravitate toward a a version of God again, for lack of a better term, mm-hmm. that we that we love and maybe worship more than the other uh, attributes of God, mm-hmm. such as like God the Creator. You know, some people can be all about creation and all things that are beautiful that clearly, obviously, He created. Or maybe we gravitate toward God the Father, like the fact that maybe you you are like a lot of folks. We're missing a fatherly figure. And so you lean in on the whole idea of God because of the fact that he is an eternal father. He's the perfected version of your earthly fathers. Um, I'm drawing a blank right here. So so maybe Uh, it's, you know, I don't know, you're going through a, you know, turmoil and you need Jehovah Jireh, the the healer. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. that's the one you, holy cow, you've seen him show up time Mm -hmm. after time and healing people. And he does those things, but he is not just one of them. Mm-hmm. Which is again, it blows my mind to think yeah. about that. Mm-hmm. He's not one of them. He's all of them and some. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, that's why. That's why I think we just need to be constantly reminded of who God is, mm-hmm. because so many of our life experiences can affect how we see God. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, like just in the opposite sense. Like, if our parents get a divorce, we may think God will abandon us mm-hmm. because yeah. of certain life experiences. Mm-hmm. We have somebody in our life that we really trust, and they break that trust. Well, I can't trust God with anything now. Right. Yeah, and right. like, and it, and it, and it, and it goes back and forth. Like, you may want to lean into God because of one life experience. You may want to lean away from God mm-hmm. because of life experiences, and then, and then you start to create this God 
who is less than the God. God. He really is, right? right. The God. <laughs> right. I don't right. know. I don't know how it's the, God. Know. Right. the God. The God. Right. right. And so, right. like, yeah, we have all these life experiences. We yep. start taking away attributes of God. We start adding attributes yep. of God, maybe human attributes that limit him. And uh, uh, we may even start to say, man, God will accept everyone now. Right. Or right. God is an eternal just hater sure. on sure. everybody. Right. He doesn't love anybody. Right. Why do why doesn't God accept me? That right. that sort of thing. And so right. it's so important, man, to just go back to the scriptures and just to know who God is, just to his faithfulness throughout all generations. Sure. I think uh, that's real important. Isaac just said, like, because I'm thinking in my head, how how do we remind ourselves of who God actually is, right? Like we have these images of him or these perceptions of him, but the only way to know who he truly is is through his word. And so if we're not yeah. reading his word, if we're not asking questions about his word, if we're not looking for his character in his word, like there's no other way to figure out who God is. And if we if we don't recenter ourselves on that, hopefully daily, yeah. then we will fall into all of these other versions of God that are just not who he is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. John Mark Comer, who's a, gosh, famous everything, um, he said, God's name is a stand-in for his character. Mm-hmm. And that always hooked me. Like anytime God is revealing himself in scripture, mm. he is revealing at the same time he is introducing himself, he is saying things about himself mm. to himself as well as us. Mm-hmm. And that is like, well, my brain is oozing out of my head right now <laughs> yeah. as I say those yeah. words. Wow. Um, and I don't know, that one just right there. You're right. It's not limited to anything. We can throw words right. at every one of them. Our understatements. Yeah. So uh, last thing, and then we'll we'll sign off of episode one. I got is, one last oh, thing yeah, that I want to share. So talking about scripture, being able to see the characteristics of God in scripture, here is one verse that there are so many characteristics of God that you can see in one verse. Okay. John 3, 16. Mm. Okay. For God so loved, God is a loving God. For God so loved the world, God loves everyone. For God so loved the world that he gave, he is a generous God, he is a merciful God, that he gave his only son, he's a selfless God, that whoever God wants to have a relationship with everyone, that whoever believes in him, God is a jealous God, God is the way, he's the truth, he's the life, that whoever believes in him that sh- should not perish but have eternal life, God is a loving, merciful, merciful, graceful, patient, selfless and jealous God, just in that one verse, you see countless yeah. characteristics of him. Yep. And every scripture, you can go in and see, like, I see God in this passage. I see God in that verse. I see God in that word. I can see God just reading it in my mind. And yeah. just ju- just that experience is like, man, right? it's just so good. It's right. like, man, scripture right. just is constantly just telling the story of just how good our God truly is. For sure. How he can be in our I love life. it. I love it. All right, last question. Who is who is God to you? Like, who do you gravitate toward? Mm. Like, when you think of God, each of you, like, is it is it God the companion, the friend? Is it God the Father, uh, Jesus, you know, hippie Jesus? What, what, who is it for you? Oh, man. I would say uh, different... Different days, different weeks, different seasons of my life. Definitely see them as different things. I think right now specifically, 
Uh, I think I see him more as a friend, uh, someone who I can just, yeah, Yeah. just Mm -hmm. he's here with me. He's here encouraging me. Like he's beside me, giving me strength for today. Mm-hmm. Like, and yeah, right. I guess, yeah, I guess right now I'm not seeing him as this big Lord over my life, which he is. Sure. But just, just where I'm at right now, just seeing him as a friend who is walking beside me. Yeah. Love it. I think on my bad days, I see him as the policeman, <laughs> um, <laughs> you know, just like the the law and the rules and the things like that. Like, mm, don't do this, do this. Uh, but on the good days, it's probably like like a loving father, a loving friend, just someone who is like, again, walking alongside of you, yeah. not just cheering you on, like not just cheerleader friend, like, hey, this is the way you should go. This is a conversation I think you should have. This is an idol that you have in your life that you need to tear down. You know, it's that encouraging, but also the loving, right? And so it's it's the conviction, it's the encouragement, all in one, all encompassing. And so I would say uh, on the best days, a loving friend, companion, father. Um, but again, all that falls short, right? Yep, so. it does. What about you, TC? How do you see God right now? Um, I, would, I would gravitate toward the companion side, but, but, but I think um, kind of similar to Megan's, like mine— that side of God, as well as the so Creator God, is the one, and I not like uh, you know I love sunsets and mountains and stuff like I those do. things are. I love those, sunsets. I do, those I do. Those things are <laughs> yeah, wonderful. But I just like, got back from Colorado. Some of the best sunsets, mountains, <laughs> snow-capped mountains in the whole world. That is That's awesome. True. That's true. <laughs> I'm That's jealous. True. Yes. No, those things. Those things are great. But I think the more I think of creation and Creator God, the fact that we are his masterpiece according to the book of Ephesians. Mm. So creation, yes. People, humans are a part of creation. And so like my cup overflows, so to speak, when I think of the people and how I have such a full life that I was not owed, mm. you know? And so that those two are intertwined to me. Companion God, like when I... Oh gosh, how do I even describe this? Like, mm-hmm. Creator God created all this, created all the people in my life who make my life what it is, which is more than I ever could have imagined. Mm-hmm. How are you this good of a companion friend, God? I mean, Creator God. I mean, companion. <laughs> I know it's you know, hard. It's like, it's, oh, they like goodness. overlap. Yeah. This, he's Maybe, he's yeah. so good. Good. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. So that is that's 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 me. That's DC. So, mm-hmm. anyway. so good. Well, thanks so much for. You guys giving us your take on week two of 10 Words to Live By. We hope you'll tune in the weeks to come as we continue on 10 Words to Live By. <laughs>